0: welcome to the canoe race world.com podcast your home for everything related to marathon canoe racing now it's time to get your paddles wet with your hosts kevin olson and bill the Haffy. take it away boys
1: welcome back to another episode with a new format we are calling these the hub Date. And they will be race recap episodes where we take a couple of short interviews from um, people that were at the events, uh, basically telling us their perspective of the race. This uh, episode is going to be recapping Canton Canoe Weekend that occurred this past week. And we have some great guests. We have Mike Davis. We have Lydia H not going to butcher her last name and we have Dylan Kirk so I hope you guys enjoy these interviews but if you do like this type of episode please let us know make sure to share it on your social so that way we get more listens and if you are ever at a race and you find yourself you have a great story to tell after that race hit either Rebecca Bill Ryan or myself up and we will try to see if we can get you on the next version of the Hubdate. Without further ado, let's get to the interviews.
2: Welcome back, race fans. We're here with a update live today. With me in the uh, Canoe Race World Studios is Lydia Heelscamp. Lydia, how are we doing today?
3: I'm doing good, Bill. Thanks. How are you doing?
2: I'm I'm doing fantastic. It's a balmy. 68 or so degrees here along the Assable River and it is absolutely amazing so
3: yeah y'all finally thawing out
2: yes yes exactly <laughs> the the snow piles are gone and life is good hey so speaking of snow piles and cold weather you recently traveled to Canton to compete in their race up there is that correct
3: it is it is I sure did
2: <laughs> that, that is awesome that's something that you know I'm I'm guessing not too many Texans do, right?
3: Yeah, as far as I know and what I've heard, I'm the
2: first Texan
3: to make the journey up there for Canton.
2: That that is sweet. So tell me real quick, how did that, like, how did that come about? Like,
3: yeah. Yeah, so um, previously in the spring, I got connected to do the Clinton with Ev Chamberlain, um, but we hadn't been in a boat or anything together so we were looking at a time that we could and so we realized that can we could both make the can weekend so uh went up there to kind of get in the boat and race with her before the big race of clinton
2: right on before the clinton excellent yeah. that's that's great and i'm really glad that you pronounced her name as well because i was like yeah i'm sure i'm gonna mess that one up it's ev correct yes that's correct Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, walk me through real quick. How was your first trip to Canton? How'd the C1 race go for you?
3: <laughs> yeah, I feel like the C1 race for me was a, just a big learning experience. This was probably like, I think I had done maybe one other C1 race before this. Um, so it was really good. It was, first of all, just amazing to line the starting line with all those like just super fast, amazing women. Um, I think they said it was the biggest female field they've had so far. Um, and then yeah it was a super windy day uh, and then just like going upstream with the wind was <laughs> kind of crazy we would start out and then you're like my boat would just be going sideways and I was like this isn't I think what's supposed to happen
2: um, yeah, yeah, yeah this isn't quite right what's going on here
3: <laughs> but um, it was really great I got to I kind of uh, you know Rebecca kind of took off and then I was cruising with Sarah and Phoebe and Gloria for a little bit and then got kind of whooped around by the wind on the upstream and um, and then kind of fell back from them just a little bit and Evan I were kind of together and then went to hit the buoy the second buoy turn which is at the top of the upstream okay and um you know the one where everyone is watching and filming
2: and taking photos <laughs> i i may have seen film footage of this but walk us through this one
3: uh yeah so i went to make this turn and like i felt like right when i went to turn it was this big gust of wind i'm not saying that's what did it i just remember it being windy and then i flipped into that water And, oh, my goodness, was it cold.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I can can imagine it definitely was colder than Texas. Oh,
3: yes. Like, I got in the water, and I remember my first thought was just, like, get back in the boat. It's so cold. I can't breathe. (laughs) Um, So,
2: so for the listeners, how deep is the water there at that buoy?
3: I couldn't touch.
2: Okay. So, that was, yeah, it's deep then. Did you do a deep water reentry, or did you swim to the shore?
3: Um, (laughs) yeah, so I attempted a deep water entry and kind of flipped back out. And then I attempted another one and like got in and then flipped back out and then eventually made my way to the shore.
2: (laughs) That's, that's awesome. Even with all that, you still had a really good time for the C1 race, given the wind and the conditions that were there. Like, that's great.
3: Oh, thanks. Yeah, it was really fun. Cause then you hit the, after that buoy, you know, I mean, it's, anything the swim was a little refreshing you know kind of woke you up like woke me up
2: again and
3: you hit the downstream part which you're after going upstream you know you're kind of like whoa let's go um and then you hit the little river which was really fun and kind of you know I mean it's called the little river so it's a little windier a little more technical and stuff and that was really fun
2: okay okay
3: Um, yeah so
2: how did it compare to like your rivers down in Texas?
3: Um. So I would say the big river was like, I mean, pretty comparable because it's it's bigger. But like, I had never been on something where it was like you like they were very adamant about you know like stay on the side because you don't think you know. And I think that's something that tripped me up a few times where I was like, let me stay on the side, but look, I can probably pass right here, and then you know, would get kind of whipped around by the current because you don't necessarily see the current as being as fast as it is.
2: Right. And then you realized, oh, wait, I may have made a mistake.
3: Yeah. Yeah. When I'm like going sideways, I'm like, oh, that's what they meant. Um, and so I think like I probably just don't like in Texas, we have those bigger rivers, but we're not usually going upstream as much in those, <laughs> if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, um, ab- absolutely. Yeah.
3: I would say the little river I was probably more prepared for because we have um, some sections down here in Texas that are pretty windy with a stronger current that was on the Little River. Um, And so that, I felt the most prepared for the Little little River portion.
2: Um, Okay.
3: But they did say that the Little River was like a little bit lower this year, so the current might not have been as um, pushy, but.
2: As, As strong as in the past, maybe?
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Sure, sure. Cool. Walk us through day two. You had a bomb day two, right? Looks like on paper anyways.
3: Yeah. Day two was just amazing. <laughs> uh, it was the first time Evan and I had ever been in a boat together, um, which we had. She had also done the C1 race and finished um, fifth place overall. Okay. So I think that was one of her first C1 races too. I could be wrong about that, but um, yeah, she also did amazing. Um, but so that, yeah, C2 race, day two. First time we got in the boat together was like 30 minutes before the race started. Um, and so a little bit nervous about that, but also like, you know, let's that's what we're here for. Let's try it out.
2: Right, um, Let's go. Yep.
3: Yeah. So first of all, Canton and Rolling Starts, um, they're not joking when they said Rolling Starts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty
3: sure the race started before the gun even went off. <laughs> um, We were in the, like, you know, we were, like, Jay chilling in the back, kind of, and then all of a sudden, everyone starts going, but we're, like, we were with, um, right next is Phoebe and Sarah, and we were, like, where, what, you know, and they're all, like, already paddling hard, and then the gun went off, and it was, like, a few minutes early, we are like, all right, we're doing this, but I was, like, okay, they're not joking about these rolling starts up here.
2: Um, They apparently take their rolling starts very seriously.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just kind of whenever one paddler decides the race is starting, the race is starting. Um, but that was really yeah, so that was really interesting. And then we took off. There was definitely the start. You had to avoid um some people who had flipped. There's a few boats that had flipped at the beginning just because you I mean, you know, there's big waves, all of that. Cause you start in a pretty yep. big river. And so um, and it was really great. So she she went in stern, I was in bow. And I have a tendency when you first start to just like my cadence gets really fast. And so she kept just being like, relax, relax. Um, which was really helpful. We're able to stay with, um, Phoebe and Sarah until that first buoy turn. We kind of all did the buoy turn together, (laughs) um, side by side pretty much. Um, and then on the way up, we kind of kept expecting them to pull away and they did a little bit. Um, but you know, we kept being like, Hey, we're within this far. Like, this is amazing. We're doing so good. (laughs) And they got maybe like. 20 feet in front of us or so. And uh, then at the buoy turn on the way back downstream, we were able to kind of catch back up with them and get on their wake, which was really awesome. And at one point, we're like, all right, let's try to make a move. And we did. And Sarah looked over and was like, nah, not today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I didn't say that, but you could like feel
2: it. Oh, you, know? you could read <laughs> it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. And so I mean, both Ev and I were just like, I mean, I remember looking back and just looking at her like, oh my gosh. Like we were just like, it just felt good and we were just so psyched to be where we were. Um, and then the Little River, yeah, we uh we were able to just kind of stick with them some. Um, we had one guy's team that we were passing that they kind of pulled a little away from us a little bit. And then at the last buoy turn, it was like on once you made it, there was like the um, right side there was grass and like some mud and such and right. so we got a little stuck up on that and then they pulled away a little bit but we were able to kind of um stay with them for the most part so yeah we were pretty we were pretty psyched about it
2: <laughs> no that's awesome that's awesome sounds like you you ladies had a really really good race so yeah
3: does. yeah we um, were it- yeah we were really excited and it made us really happy for clinton because you know we could have gone one of the two ways, I guess,
2: you know. <laughs> right. It's either going to go like bomb diggity great or it's going to be like, OK, or it's going to be, oh, man, yeah. what do we do now? Right. <laughs> yeah.
3: Miles together. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. So to just like 30 minutes beforehand, jump in and go and like it sounds like there's some boat magic there. You know, that's good. That's real good. What did you guys run for a boat?
3: Oh, my gosh. V one. I believe. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I should know that more, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's it's all good. Uh, she's like, it was a black one.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, Leslie <laughs> could tell you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Well, hey, it, in the event that I don't, don't talk to you again before the Clinton, have a uh, fantastic Clinton, and thanks for jumping on the update.
3: Yeah. Thank you.
4: Hello. I'm Rebecca Davis, and I'm here with Mike Davis to talk about the Canton Canoe Weekend. How are you today, Mike?
0: I'm doing well. How are you?
4: I'm good. I'm good. Super excited to have racing season well underway. So first, let's talk about the C1 race. The C1 at Canton is the major race. Um, how did how did that race unfold for you, and what did it look like towards the front of the field?
0: Um, started out hard and fast, and... I uh, led around the first buoy and was managed to lead up to the uh, back up to the start finish line to take the sprint bonus and uh, I paid for that pretty quick and kinda got tired early and just tried to hang on and uh, not lose too much time on the front two boats and then uh, going upstream I was with one other boat and I ended up running up on uh, a log and it put me over and I tipped and uh, so Jimmy Pellerin got ahead of me and so I had some ground to make up there and then when I did catch him again coming back downstream I had a decision to make whether or not I wanted to ride him and recover from the effort or if I wanted to go down and uh, try and get back on uh, Steve and Guillaume who I don't know they're quite a ways ahead at that point, but I mean, they were in sight. So you feel like it's possible. So I uh, took maybe about a minute break and then I went for it and uh, I paid hard and uh, got uh, caught by Pat Madden and passed by him and uh, just got out sprinted by Jimmy Pellerin at the end and uh, finished fifth place.
4: So that sounds like it's a pretty... uh tactical race as far as how you approached it and then just seeing how the other the other races went racers decided to race uh did you feel that there were any points that were super critical on the course for being ahead and maybe maybe that's where you struggled a little bit
0: um it is hard to go upstream on uh you know trying to stay on someone's wake who is a little faster than you um on the, the Grass River and then uh, going into the Little River I was really starting to feel the efforts and that's you know about 30 minutes from the end or so. When you first go into there and I was with Pat Madden and Jimmy Pellerin and I made the decision to try and keep ahead through there hoping I could uh, maybe outmaneuver them on the tight twisty uh, river section there and uh, I uh, did get a little bit of a gap on the buoy turn on the Little River and, but uh, yeah, just uh, my early efforts were too much and uh, I ended up getting passed by both those guys before the end, so.
4: Well, if we move on to the C2 race, which was on Sunday, it looks like that went a little bit easier for you. Tell us how that went.
0: Well, I wouldn't say it was easier by any means. Um got in, and off the start, you know, it was a fast pace at the start. Um, And uh, Steve and I stayed on uh, Jimmy and Guillaume going down, and then uh, after the initial start, it all kind of lets up for a bit going down to the buoy, and uh, we were in a, you know, pretty big group of boats, and then uh, coming down to the first buoy, uh, I decided I'd like to try and get the lead because when you turn that buoy you uh, come up a real shallow section for probably about a quarter mile or so and then you know it's just a hard upstream section anyways to be behind boats so yeah we uh, got to the buoy first and started coming upstream and uh, just uh, slowly and steadily we uh, started pulling away from there and we uh, never let up the entire race, <laughs> so.
4: All right, so just kind of a, a hard effort the whole way through. Uh, did you think anything about either the course conditions or the weather benefited you guys as a team?
0: Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, Steve and I haven't paddled together that much, so it's hard to say what kind of conditions suit us the best. Um, I know from, uh, the C one day to the C two day, the water was quite a bit lower. I mean, it was already one of the lower years that I had seen out there, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think it was nice, uh, that it was lower. We, it was, uh, made it easier to keep the boat feeling, uh, light and, uh, pop going, popped going upstream. So I guess that probably benefited us a little bit, especially getting out front first.
4: All right. Well, do you have anything else you'd like to add about Canton Canoe Weekend?
0: Um, well, um, they do a great job hosting the race. It's uh, one of the fun, more fun races we uh, do each year uh, with uh, lots of really good paddlers. So I appreciate everyone who puts the efforts to put that race on and I'll keep trying to put the effort into getting out there to race it.
4: All right. Thanks, Mike. And we will talk to you again soon.
1: i am here with dylan kirk how are we doing today dylan
5: i'm doing well kevin how are you
1: tonight? good thank you so much for coming onto the show and being a part of this new format um we are going to talk about Canton canoe weekend and just uh tell us right off the right off the start dylan how did you do um at this this race you raced both days correct
5: I did, yeah. I uh, it was a it was a pretty hard C one race for me. Uh, I finished fourteenth out of a field of uh, twenty six after swimming on the uh, first buoy about a mile into the race. Uh, the second day, Sunday, was the C two event. Um, I did fairly well with uh, my partner uh, Louis Simon Pernot. Uh, we took fifth out of a
1: field of sixteen. Cool, cool, very cool. So. um, my first question is about just the how the the race weekend went in general. So, how were the conditions of the river, and and how did the over how was your overall impression of the racing this week uh, this past weekend? Yeah, that's a, a great question. Um,
5: so, Canton uh, being an early May race every year, you are just as likely to get sunny seventy five as you are to get thirty three possible snow. Uh, so this year we, we were definitely more on the sunny and 75, uh, sunny and 75 side of things. Saturday uh, was pretty, pretty windy. There was a really strong headwind on the downstream section of the course. Sunday was much more cheap. Um, it was a more shallow Canton than we've gotten uh, in past years with the river dropping uh, quite a few inches overnight from Saturday to Sunday. Uh, making the, the C2 race even more of a struggle for some of our bigger teams out there.
1: Yeah, so um, now da- water depth always changes. It, it's course dependent, and now paddling mm-hmm. where I paddle down here, I, I, even more so. But um, So when you say the water was lower, did that create a lot more shallows, or did that just slow up the current?
5: Definitely created more shallows. Okay. I i would say it had a, an effect on the current as well, and I think that effect was uh, more pronounced in the in the Little River, especially. There was not,
0: um, from my
5: experience, there was not a whole lot of flow in the Little River this year, uh,
1: especially compared okay. to pastures. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And, and definitely in the, that Little River, if there's uh, if there's less flow, it's going to be. I mean, it might be easier on the upstream, but it's definitely going to be harder yes. overall because it's just all suck water at that point. Um,
5: it very much less. Yes.
1: Yeah. Which, which some might call sticky water. <laughs> um, but, say say uh, that again. Some some might call it sticky water, where the boat doesn't I, have much run and it just sticks in the water. <laughs> so.
5: Yeah, it's. Um, You know, especially because you go into the little river, uh, probably 10 miles into a 14-mile course, everybody's pretty gassed by the time they get there. So it's, uh, you know, hard to keep that momentum rolling.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, Now, you aren't the only one that tipped in this race. Uh, Another big name, (laughs) Mike Mike Davis, tipped. Did you see anyone else tip? And and Tell us about your tip.
5: sure yeah so to the best of my knowledge and this this is not a complete list but to the best of my knowledge we had six swimmers uh in the c1 race on saturday uh sebastian i believe his last name is corville from uh, ontario swam on the starting line i believe i was the second one on the uh, buoy about a mile downstream i am unclear whether the Marcia was fully ejected from his boat, or still was like partially in his boat and didn't really swamp it, but there was an incident Uh, on the upstream when he definitely uh, came to a complete stop and might have swam. Uh, Mike Davis did swim on the upstream. Uh, Christian Chavette swam on the second buoy, as did Lydia in the in the women's race um and so i think the the one that really rocked the the top five was the mike davis's swim when you look at the sprint time mike davis was the fastest back to the starting line so about two miles into the race mike davis was still in first place um but as uh, we know from the results he ended up uh fifth overall is that yes fifth overall
1: yep yeah so um yeah that's definitely um, those tips definitely uh, must have uh, had some shakeup of uh, of some of the, the results, I would think. So, um, especially in that, yeah, especially in that course because it's just there's not much to. Once you give up time, it's hard to get it back, um, for sure. It's, so, it was
5: especially difficult at least after my swim to to pass on the upstream. Um, yeah. you, know, you end up making your way back to kind of where you were, um, and then those guys who are running about the same, same speed, and you getting over that wave on the upstream is um, very difficult. And of course, swimming on
1: the for downstream sure. would be more detrimental for sure, you have to swim for a minute to the, to the shore. Yeah. So I
5: think for both uh, Christian and Lydia who swam on the, the upstream buoy, they lost a significant amount of time.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know, cause when, especially when you're go- trying to make up time going on the upstream, I had to do that with at my first can and I tipped uh, going mm-hmm. upstream. And, uh, it is hard because like most, most people are sucking the, you know, the inside lane. So you have yeah. to go out into that massive amount of current. So like you have to like put down, like, Almost three times as much power to overtake a, a person because they're getting help from just staying sucked into the, you know, and then your wave coming up mm-hmm. helps push them forward. And, you know what I mean? And they were already oh, ahead yeah. of yeah. you, so you know it's it's just compounding uh, variables that make it a lot harder to to make moves in that up that upstream section. But uh, and then the the currents moving pretty pretty swiftly on the downstream, so. It's you, you. have to make a good push to make some, you know, make time there. But oh that's great. That's yeah, some great. It's Really great hard insights. to shake things up on the downstream. You know, the current is the is the great equalizer there. Um yeah. As I
5: had mentioned, though, we had a we had a headwind on the downstream, which made for a strong tailwind going up. And I did see both uh, Al Shaver and Chris Crater try to use that to. Um, their advantage on some of the upstream corners and i think uh, at one point l l shaver got uh, got half a boat length back on on me um after i'd uh, gotten him after my swim there so yeah. you know there's there's ways to get creative with that but um, again half right. boat at the, yeah. the end of the day it's <laughs> not enough yeah
1: right yeah for sure so now let's uh let's um uh let's move over to the C2 because we don't want to keep this too right. long. Um, mm-hmm. you, came, you had a, a great race, came in fifth. Now, I'm not, yep. I'm just not familiar with this uh, uh, Louis-Simon uh, Preno. I don't know how to say his name correctly. So yeah, Louis-Simon I believe. Yep. Okay. Um, how did you uh, hook up with him?
5: Uh, Luc Mercier. <laughs> okay. He's <laughs> uh, the one us in Mm-hmm. Uh, looking for a partner, I'd asked a couple of guys across New England, uh, including Ted Kenyon, there who ended up racing with Peter Heed. Um, yeah. But uh, Louis Simone was was looking for a partner, looking to come down and scope out Canton. And uh, man, he was a real powerhouse in
1: the bow. I was lucky to have him. Yeah, yeah, you guys uh, did re- did really well. Um, coming in pretty close between uh, Luke and and Christian. Um, was there anything uh, that you saw that you um, would like to point out in, in regards to the C2 race that, that stuck out in your mind?
5: That's a, that's a good question. I, I want to talk about the, the C2 Pro Women race here. Um, mm-hmm. We look at uh, Bev Chamberlain and Lydia Huleskamp, um, a team that had before this weekend never been in the boat together before Lydia uh, flew up from Austin, Texas. Uh, for this race, and they came in 20 seconds behind Phoebe Reese and Sarah Lessard, uh, two women who have been in a boat together before. I'm not sure that they uh, switched off bow to stern before. I believe Sarah was in the bow for this race. Um, but uh, coming in 20 seconds behind that powerhouse of a team, never having been in a boat together before, I think is uh, pretty phenomenal. Um, and we go up to the the mixed race where we see uh, Bob Wissey and Ashley Wissey, a father-daughter team coming in third there, uh, ahead of Joe Schlimmer and Sylvie Nadeau. I just props to them. Um, I think they're looking forward to, to having a pretty good Clinton
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's,
5: the, the, sorry, go ahead.
1: No, you go on. You go on.
5: I think the, the thing that stands out to me the, the most about the C2 race, and, and you can see this a little bit on the, the C1 race, but perhaps the results don't look as dramatic because we did have Patrick Patton on the, on the C1 day, but uh, in, in fifth place, I was the second American to cross the line, um, you know, after after Mike Davis. It's just a really strong showing from um, Quebec and, and also from Ontario. In, yeah in this race this year and so i think that's what um uh, out to me the most i yeah, think um, um yeah luke and, and christian um you know i've, I've known luke was a phenomenal paddler for for some time now but i think he's really showing it uh, on this side of the border this year um and I th- I think we can expect some some pretty amazing things from uh, Luke Messier going
1: forward. Oh yeah, for sure. He's been I uh, I've kept my eye on Luke for a while now. Um, yeah. But those those are some great insights, Dylan, uh, on the on the mixed in the women's front too, especially with uh, the Clinton coming up because those two teams that you mentioned yeah. on those are both uh, slated to do the Clinton. Um, so I think yeah. that's even. Um, you know, uh, a very good insight too, and uh, glad you brought that up. Well done. Uh, we're gonna yeah. keep this short. So this is this is this is really great. So thankful for you to come on the show, um, and and maybe we'll be doing some more uh, post uh, uh race recap, uh, little interviews like this. So, um, thank you, yeah. Yeah,
5: I was uh, really thankful you reached out. This was this was great. Thank you, Kevin
0: all right thank you for listening to the canoe race world.com podcast where we love marathon canoe racing and aren't afraid to say it be sure to visit the website at canoe race world.com and don't forget to support our sponsors who make this whole thing possible until next time keep paddling